This NBA season, Mountain Dew is all about the threes, the shot that's changing the game. Vince, you've obviously always been a dunker, but when did you really start focusing on your three-point shot? Uh, I started focusing on my three-point shot when they wouldn't allow me to dunk the ball as much anymore. So when more attention was uh, put on me driving to the paint, they were trying to make me a jump shooter, which I had the ability, I just didn't use it because I felt like I didn't need to. Now the three-point shot has evolved where you're seeing five men shooting threes as much as the shooting guard is. So uh, it's just something I've developed and gotten pretty good at. Brought to you by Mountain Dew, the official beverage of the NBA. Do the do. Welcome into season two, episode one of Winging It, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, as always, joined by my awesome and talented co-host, Mr. Vince Carter. BC in the house. And we are coming to you right now from New York City just to share with you the awesome news that we are back for another season. We cannot wait to be here and share with you all the lovely guests we have lined up. And as many of you can tell, we are unfortunately without last season's co-host, Kent Bazemore, who is killing it out in Portland right now. We miss him all the time. But don't worry, because we will not be without him. We plan to hopefully have him on for several segments, several episodes. So you will not be without your Kent Bazemore fix. We have some interesting guests that we're on our wish list that I think you guys will enjoy. Um, we're definitely, our goal has been to get more women on. So definitely. look out for that. And just to give you guys an idea, Vince, give the people an idea of who they can hear from on this season of Winging It. Well, we still have some tentative people we're trying to lock down, but uh, uh, Trina, uh, the rapper from Miami, you know, the baddest. The baddest. Uh, you guys... Definitely send in um, your thoughts uh, of some some people that maybe we over, we're overlooking. Missy Elliott is another one we've had yeah. uh, lately that we feel like is a uh, is is a big a big time guest that we would want to bring on. Um, but you guys out there, you think of anyone? Just just send us your thoughts, and we'll we'll try to break it down and make it happen. Um, but we're, we're definitely planning on having some interesting guests, and I think starting off with Jimmy Butler. It's going to be pretty funny and pretty interesting. Okay, well, we have Jimmy Butler here. Thank you. Um, Jimmy Butler, ladies and gentlemen. He made it all the way out to Key Biscayne to hang out with us to record. You will be our first guest of the season. Um, We used to be joined by our former teammate, Kent Bazemore, who is no longer with us. What up, Baze? Shout out. Um, but yeah, how's it going? How's your day going? So far, so good. Practice today. Um, you know, scout stuff. So we know everything that y'all got coming. We we get it. We know it. <laughs> so uh, what it. AB seventy seven something like that. We get it. Don't worry. We paying of course, attention. <laughs> you guys are always well prepared. Um, no, I, I love it out here. You know, um, sunshine, a little bit of rain, a lot of bit a of mosquitoes. Of <laughs> yes. Yeah. A little different than Cali, huh? Oh, way different than Cali. But uh, this is home, so I'm I'm not complaining at all. You get used to it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I guess locals don't. uh, You get used to it. You figure out what time of the day not to go outside. This traffic here is crazy, too, though. Yeah, man. How is the traffic in Atlanta, actually? Horrible. Awful. Is it? Awful. Horrible. No one there can drive for anything. It's awful. On that freeway, it do 20 miles an hour. Uh, so you are in Miami. You haven't started played your first regular season game yet, but what's it like to be with this new team? 
uh, I, I love it to tell you the truth. I, I really, really, really get to be me. Um, and, and they embrace it. And they embrace it because that's the way that they always do stuff here. You know, you work, you work, you work. You have fun while you're doing it. You speak your mind because majority of the time it's for, it's coming from a good place. And, you know, when, when somebody is, does something wrong, you tell them, you teach them, and then you move on from it. Um, and it's never about being a bad teammate or being a bad guy because they understand. And the way that I always look at it is I put in so much work uh, in the offseason. I'm like, I want you to go about it the way that I go about it. And here, everybody, like, for real, get it in. Mm -hmm. That's the heat culture that everybody's talking about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we practice. But, no, we we practice. Like, tape, pads, shoulder pads if you, if you need to. Like, <laughs> we, we get it in. So, of all the teams you've been with, is it the most intense here, would you say? Uh, one of two. I wouldn't say, I think the organization and the, uh, like, the, the culture here is different. But Tibbs was a different individual. I tell people that all the time. Like, Tibbs was... I heard stories. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I love Tibbs. But, like, we would just do defense. It was just, ah, let me shoot the ball every once in a while. No, you good. Go down there and, like, guard. I'm like, okay, you know, eventually we're going to go through our offense. Mm -hmm. No, you're just going to guard the entire time. Like, at least here, we get to compete. We get to play offense and defense. So, right. But it's it's different here. It's, it's definitely not for everybody. We say it every day. It's, it's not for everybody. It's for me, though. So I'm cool. Correct me if I'm wrong. You, you seem like you're in a good place right now. Oh, man. I'm happy that, as I shit. Mean, like, legit. That's what's I'm up. I'm happy, man. That's what's up. I'm, I'm super happy. That's what's up. I am. You can feel the energy. I mean, you can tell when the person's like, you know, I'm here. I'm doing my job. And it's like, nah. I'm, I enjoy going to work every day. Man. I, 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 you can see that. I do. That's what's like, up. I, I, I thank Coach Pat, Spo, all of those guys every day for the, for the opportunity to, to be a part of this. You know, D-Wade had a, a lot to do with it, too. Um, but when we used to always talk about it, and he got to know me a lot more, he was like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker. I You're know a team. Guy. Yeah, I know an organization that just fit what your loud mouth is about. So uh, Miami, he's the one. We actually had D-Wade on the podcast yep, last year in his last dance. Maybe we'll get him on again as a retiree this oh, year. Man, he's enjoying he's life. Oh yeah! I bet. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They had a he, he had should. a roast here, right? Yeah. Were you yeah. there? Yeah. How was that? It was really I, good. I just saw some clips of it. Is it, it was, was great. It funny? Spencer, yeah. I heard was yeah. out of control. Oh man, he's a killer. Yeah, he's a killer. I, heard. I, heard. I think they got they should. He's like a lister. You got to keep it like you had me, him, D Way, U D, and uh, Raymond Razor. Right. And we was, it was a first for me. You know, they gave me the mic. Let me see my karaoke to to loosen the mood in there a little bit, and then uh, it, it took off. But it was it was a great event, super great event. That's awesome. So practice. I want to know a little bit more about how intense it is. But you, it was obviously in the media everywhere that you went to practice at three thirty to work out. Talk to us about that kind of how you made that decision, and then we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, to, like I, I do that all the time. Like somebody was telling me that. Uh, K-Love was like, oh, he does it for show. It's that like, motherfucker, you come do what I do. Like, people don't understand. This, this shit not for show. I do this shit every day in the summer. If you know me and and you get up and you work the way that I work, you see that it's not for show. If it was for show, I would I would have been the one to put it on the internet. If mm -hmm. it was for show, I don't talk about it. I just, I just go do it. And then people ask me about it. 
Um, I probably got a smart ass comment to say, like, while you was in your third dream, I was working. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, I do Nevertheless. that. Nevertheless. Yeah. But I don't do this shit for show. Like, nah, mm-hmm. I do it to be in the best shape that I can and to help my team and my organization thrive and win. Um, like, not everybody, not everybody can handle it. Not everybody can do it. But I know when everything is on the line, like, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. I'm mm-hmm. content because I do this shit every single day. Just like second nature. I'm telling you, every day. And who I got it from, believe it or not, and every time I tell people this, do you know the answer? I do. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. I've never seen nobody work like that dude. Like, and to like have everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, beautiful family, all the money in the world, yada, yada, yada. But that man gets up and grinds like he has nothing. When I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. If if, if I want to get to where he is in, in my craft, it only makes sense to do what he's doing. And I took off from there. Is this a part of what you do now? Yeah. You ever every, work every out at 3.30? A few times, but not on the regular. Yeah. Not your thing? Yeah. So this is like past your bedtime then, right? Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. It's I'm, nine, I'm nine o'clock shit. right now? Six, six, seven. I'm in a bed. Really? Shit. Even on a... I know it's Sunday, but even on a Saturday night in Miami? Six, seven. I'm in a bed. Miami, the Miami streets don't got nothing for me. I done seen it all already. Mm-mm. I'm asleep. That's great. The gospel. Mm-hmm. I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm telling you. I get pissed. Somebody called me past seven. Yeah, me and my uh, me and my trainer. I just got this new thing for my bed. I don't even know the name of it, but that is shit it? is. It like it keeps the bed at a constant temperature. Like he's he's always thinking of ways to like yo. You need to rest your brain, get your body. Going. My bed looks like a like Frankenstein was built on the motherfucker. Like it got so <laughs> much shit connected to it to make sure I get the best sleep. It's it's real life. I read that you enjoy getting your eight to nine hours, which I appreciate because I'm the exact same way. This guy, what do you sleep, like four, five, six oh, hours? Six nah, hours? I get, I get my sleep. Yeah, but, right? <laughs> but, but not like every night. Pretty much. Yeah. It's going to happen. But you're like up early and stuff. If you If you went to bed at two, you'd still be up at seven. Got to be. Right. So I'm saying like you don't always need it. But that nap's going to happen. old too. That nap's yeah. going to happen though. The nap's going to happen. <laughs> you believe yeah. that. Yeah. You got to get the nap. I got it. I got it. It's just... So even with your eight to nine hours, you still take a nap? No, I, but it like say like after a game, um, it, it, it'll be harder for my my mind and my body to shut off a little bit. So let's just say that I get seven hours of sleep. Just throughout that twenty four hour period, I got to get two more hours of sleep to to reach my nine, and I'd be cool. Like I'm telling you, James Scott, I think he's he's one of the best to do it, and he's 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 on it. Like he's. Constantly buying these bullshit ass contraptions that he sees on the internet to help me use my brain in different ways, to help me sleep, to help me recover, whatever it is. But like my body is is my money maker, you know what I mean? So invest in yourself. All the time. This, do you game days, you take naps on game days? Nah, not really. Just because you feel I, f- I be feeling good. I, and it's different because I'm in the I'm in the heat now. Like no yeah. pun intended, but like it's it's warm yeah, outside. Right, right. So my body feels great. Of course. Body feel I that's feel like always twenty eight again. That's what I hey, that's the first thing I said. Aren't you like thirty? Yeah, watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not ready to accept that the 30, that number. The yet. Let that Sorry. let that go. Hey man, it only gets better. I hope so. It does. He's still doing it and he's forty two. Yeah. Damn. Almost forty three. Yeah. So mm. January. Damn, January what? Twenty six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So it's yeah, I mean you That's got long. Crazy. You can do it, man. You say what? You can do it. Nah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. How long you want to play? 
You ever thought about it or just, you just know it's not 12, not, not yet. What, what year are you in now? Uh, nine. What? Nine, yeah. Yeah, leave, boy. Mm-hmm. I remember coming to the league. Right. right? Nine. Yeah. Nine. You can do. Don't you do it. You can do 10 more. Okay, you can do nine more. We finna cut the mics off if you don't stop doing that. <laughs> no, 10? They just take it, hey. 40 ball? Just take a, take it like, Time does Two or four years so I give you that. So I don't even know if 10 or really feel like 10 because it's nine. Damn sure feel like When you nine. get to 15, you'd be like, that's that's what, for me, I came in, I was like, 15 years. I don't know why. I was, and once I got to 15 years, I was like, man, I, still, mm. I can still play. Yeah. I'm just going to take it two more years. 17. Two more years. 19. Damn. That's how it happened. Then I got to 21. I was like, one more. <laughs> one more year. This is it. No, Yeah. So. His career is older than like probably half of our team. Literally. At least no, like seven that. of our teams. No, no, I saw that. That's crazy. It's crazy. Before some of them were, I played with a couple of guys' dad. That's OD. Yeah. And he can yeah, still do it. Yeah, about that. It hurts, but I do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's because you, you used to sky back in the day, though. Oh, I used to just didn't care. I didn't care. I really didn't. You had a young lady, like you ain't even stretching none of that either, huh? Not just, like not, I mean, yes, but not like not like now. Yeah. Like, all right, come down. All right, give me five, ten minutes first. <laughs> Let me get right. And back then it was just like, oh, you need a what? All right, windmill, whatever. Oh, damn. Now I was like, I think back like I wish. I came in the that's wrong time, boy. Though. You yeah. guys are you guys are doing well. How much recovery were you doing back then? I was doing so. I mean, it the 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 lay of the land is is a little different as far as well. You know, they, they have the cryo and the yeah. game. I'm not well, game renders around, but the uh, Norma Tex and all that stuff. So we didn't have that. So right. sleep, stretching, uh, cold tubs were were essential. And teams back then were flipped. You had more veterans than you had young guys. So I had a team like like my rookie year was like I said, Doug Christie, D Brown, uh, Charles Oakley, Kevin Willis. Uh, Antonio Davis. Yeah, some real few. ones, though. Yeah, some real saying? ones, yeah. Who's played with stars of stars. Yeah. You know, MJ, Magic, <laughs> Bird, uh, Reggie Miller. I mean, they, they so they they understood and they saw these guys prepare and, and, and how they took care of themselves. And so it was it was easy for me to to, to learn because it's like, I didn't have a choice. I was It was two young guys on the team. Mm-hmm. Everybody else had six years or better, which is flipped now. Facts. Yeah. So, you know, it's just uh, I, I, it's, it's just weird to be around and you just see, like I said, you know, at 30, you're considered the old guy. You know, and, and at 30 then. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying, like, now <laughs> you see guys who are 30. Um, I mean, you see guys who are 30 then, and it was seven of them, eight of them, you know, or 35, really. So Kevin Willis was in his 40s at the time, and we used to give him hell. About it, and I told him, you know, you know the story. Right now, you're in your forties. I told him, my bad, bro. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. But I wonder. I guess you're kind of just an anomaly. But you weren't doing that much recovery back then. You were stretching. You were doing cold tubs, and you've made it. It's it just not years. like it is now. Yeah, That's I was all. gonna say the same and, thing. You know, now, you know, on the second, on the back end, ten years now. The last ten years, it's a little different. Like it, it has to happen. If I don't do it, I'm not here today. You know what I'm saying? If I don't got it. If I don't work out all summer, if I don't make sure I keep my weight down, if I don't come back, you know, I try to come back weighing a little less than I did at the end of the season last year when you get older. You know, I, I learned those things going along, listening to 
the OGs, my OGs. And, you know, now I just try to do what I was told and it works. You know, it just, it's important. Like, you know, we always talk about like your sleep. Like that's, that means something. No. Young guys don't get that. You don't get that. You don't understand that coming in as a young guy because it's so many other things that no, I'm you're, telling you. no. you're caught up in. You know what I'm saying? No, true story. Like, pro, I feel like, pro, you know, pro. As a young money. guy and your first time coming into the league, making whether kind of money, man, everything's at your fingertips. It's like, man, the, the last thing I want to do is go to sleep. Yeah. Like when I know that I can talk to anybody, I can get to anybody, I can get to anything. Like, no. Nah. And the world's a lot at your of fingertips. guys, yeah. You, you ain't traveled like that before either. Like, oh, I only, as a young guy, and I'm in Miami and I heard about what goes down in Miami, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to feel like, I mean, it's it's like it's like, oh, it's a long season, you get, but you just feel like you're missing it. But at the same time, you could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're a professional player. You've reached your goal of being a pro, a pro player in the NBA, and you know all the things that comes with it. You're playing the game that you love, you've been working hard, uh, you're playing against guys you've seen or you know, you know, you grew up with. Like, it don't get any better than this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to put it all together and to say, like, okay, young guy. <laughs> You know, you enjoy yourself, but remember, this is your job. Yeah. When all of this stuff gets old and slows down, then they say, this is my job. Now I got to stay here. Yeah. And they tend to forget that. Well, it's like guys like Kent, who, what was it, maybe five years in, he started like stopped eating junk food and started working out. Like he realized that you can't just depend on your body the way it is anymore. Like you have to really Yeah. There's some of these young guys who come in now who can't eat junk food, who shouldn't eat junk food now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's guys who are yeah. just, you know, blessed to do whatever, eat whatever, because you? you know, yeah, but and at that time, but I knew for whatever I'm doing here, I got to do it here too. So whatever I do, eat wrong, hang out, I got to do it in the gym a little harder. Yeah. Go a little longer. Yeah. You know, eat, you know, sweat it out, whatever. You know how it goes. So both of y'all, your rookie season, what was like your what did your diet look like? What were you eating? Uh my diet piss poor. Had to be bad. Uh, just because, like, I was I was happy to be here. Not everybody was as talented as this guy right. was right here coming right. out yeah. and high drive pick, blah, blah, blah. I heard it, seen it all before. Nobody cares. Give it a break. <laughs> um, said nobody cares. <laughs> Give it a break. <laughs> uh, so I was 30. And uh, 30, I'm 30, like, age now, but yes. I was drafted 30th. Yeah. And so I was like, hell, I'm just happy to be here. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't one. I wasn't 29. I was 30. And everybody always say, like, you know, 30, uh, second round, uh, who really makes it to mm. a second deal, a third deal? So I was like, well, guess what? I got the first one. So I, I was <laughs> I was cool and I was relaxing. But then I started to think, like, and I was watching guys play. And I was like, look, I know I'm not that good of a basketball player, but I know I can make it if this guy can make it. You know what I'm saying? You want like, to give us any examples? Uh, to tell you the truth. I just I always saw Lance Stevenson and I was just always like, yo, look, man, you went to Cincinnati, born ready, whatever you want to call yourself. But I just I never really got a, a liking for it. We always get into it, always get texts, but I saw him and I was like, nah, man, he in the league. I I can be in the league. Like if he's in the league, I can be in the league. Um he is a talented ass player, don't get me wrong. Right. But I was like, nah, if he could do it, I can do it. So I started working on my game, started eating right. Um, sleeping, not going out three fourths as much. I kept it like a fourth. I was I was getting in the club, shaking my <laughs> ass. Um, 
But uh, I think I think I think that's what it came down to, for real, for real. And then I, I was you, like, you know, and it's, I don't mean to cut you off, but you know, the big picture of it is you. I think young guys need to ask them themselves this: Am I willing to sacrifice that for the payday we want, mm-hmm. for the glitz and glamour later to. on that they want, for the whatever you know they want to be Hall of Famers, they want to be as good as whatever players they name. It don't, it doesn't happen just because uh-huh. like you can be good, but like those minutes tend to wear wear on you if you're not getting your the proper rest, you know, doing the things you need to do, whatever, you know. They don't like they that forget statement. that. I, Cause I tell everybody all like you have to sacrifice something. What is it? In order to be great, you gotta sacrifice something. Hell, we talk about every day here mm-hmm. in Miami. Like we all knew kinda sorta mm-hmm. everybody gotta sacrifice something. If you wanna be great in whatever it is. You got to sacrifice something. Maybe sometimes it is sleep. Maybe it is hanging out with your friends. You know, whenever I was in high school, everybody used to go to the movies and I that was my sacrifice. It's like, nah, I'm just going to shoot this basketball because I realized that this is my way out. Right. You got to sacrifice something to get to where you want to get to. And then, you know, once you get there, I... You, then you figure it out. And you you have your routine. But mm-hmm. until then, man, you better sacrifice and sacrifice some more. And that was me as I got into my mid-30s and I was like, okay... Few drinks here and there, yeah. What you Hang drink? Out. I'm a cognac guy. You look like a cognac guy. <laughs> Thank That's you. A scruffy beard. Oh yeah, no, say. this is going away soon. <laughs> I had to take, you know, I mean, the sacrifice, you know, like you say, those things. Like I can't. I know if I hang out, like say tonight, yeah, I know how I'm gonna feel tomorrow. <sighs> Damn right. At this age, yeah, I'm twenty-two. Say, <laughs> shit, you can thirty-two, maybe. Yeah. Okay, but like as it, it gets older, it's like okay, I still feel like I can. D- uh, compete and play at this at this level. Well, if I still feel that that guy that that has mm-hmm. to sit on the shelf, and this is what it is, and it, it's tough. But then all of a sudden, it's, it's got you get used to it. You get used to you it. Get used it's to the it. same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. I tell everybody, I'm like, man, if if you go into the same club, whatever, on Friday night, uh, the next Friday night, you're gonna see the same women in there. Probably got on the same damn clothes. Like, <laughs> it's is it's nothing new. Once you've done it. It gets old. It, it gets old quick. Yeah, man. So, and it's 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 kind of it's hard, you know. It's 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 tough to 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 convince a young guy, you know, because and I tell him, I was like, yeah, I get it, I was there, but if I I don't feel like I feel I'm shortchanging a young guy if I don't say that to him. Yeah, because it was said to me. I'm telling you, I'm giving you game. You do what you want with it. Whenever you feel like. You ready to deal with it? I feel like they they gotta they gotta listen coming from you. Like, look how long you've done it. Yeah. Like, come on, it ain't. Sometimes it doesn't resonate. Bro. I know, I know, but that it's just it's sad. Like, I I enjoy the young guys who ask questions, who wants to who wants to be great, and who loves this. Like, I'm here. Yes, I'm I'm here. Like we say, I say it all the time. I'm sure you've you've heard it or said it yourself. But it's one thing getting here. <laughs> it's another thing staying here. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, we look at NBA careers like people, the the average NBA fan or wannabe fan or guru or wannabe guru, they always like, oh, man, we look at the names like you've been around nine years, but the league average is not even close to that. It's half yeah. of that. Yeah. Less than half of that. You know what I'm saying? So we've kind of beat the system. You know what I'm saying? Like a fan can look at, I watch every the NBA every year. I know I'm gonna see Jimmy Butler. I'm gonna see LeBron James, Vince, all these different guys. But if you really think about it, it doesn't happen. No, it's a small amount of us that kind of 
go on past four and a half years, let's say. No, I think so. it's because I think it's because when me and you were just talking about people get people get lost in in the life and in the lights. Like I don't think I'd be the player that I was today if I would have went to like L.A. first, if I would have went to Miami first, or if I would have went to New York first, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Chicago was like legit for me, right? And we started out practicing out in Deerfield, which is in the middle of nowhere. So it was like I didn't had nothing to do but to go to the gym, right. go home, all right, go back to like we was in Deerfield. Um, so that was that was the best thing for me. And I was around some man, Joe Kim, D MVP Rose, like Ronnie Brewer, Luau Dang, Booze. I was around some good ass vets mm-hmm. that that really showed me, taught me the ropes. Those guys I'm forever grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I, I was fortunate enough to be able to play with. Uh, Derek in Minnesota, Taj in Minnesota, like mm-hmm. with different organizations, uh, with a, with a lot of different people that I've I've been with before. So it was it was that cool. Yeah. yeah, right. It's cool. I bet for a majority of good vets, if you ask them who their veterans were, it would be like a solid group of guys. Yeah, and I think some guys, the guys that fade out, they probably didn't have that group of guys to kind of show, or they didn't listen, whichever. But yeah, I think if you have a guy like you and you're willing to listen, like they're gonna succeed yeah i always tell young guys i mean just hear what 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 your vet has to say like and then you figure out how you incorporate what was said in into your routine like that's what one thing guys young guys got to get a routine you got to get a routine understand how to you got to ration all this out like i want to hang out i still got my obligations to whatever companies or mm-hmm. whatever you have your major obligation to a basketball you have a major obligation yourself to even stay in this league you know what i'm saying so but yet when you play bad and the the media talk bad about you, you can't you can't be mad. You can't be mad. No, nope. you know what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. so when you, I think when they figure that out, that's when they turn the corner, and become whoever they become, because they get the game. I don't really go for what the media be saying half the time. Yeah, no. But that's what I'm saying. But I feel like social media now, people terrible. Are, I fucking hate it. You see what I'm saying? But I th- I think like there's guys who get caught up in what's being said in the game, like. You know, they care too much, it. though. That's what it is. That's like, what you saying. mean to tell me that's what you're doing? Like, it pisses me off when I see somebody at halftime scrolling through a feed to of- To see what they're saying about them come because on. of how they're playing. Come on. And then it affects I you in the second that. half. Yeah. Halftime? Yes. Come on now. Yeah. It's that's, a new generation. That Aren't you not supposed to be on your phone or something? Well, oh. it happens. You would, yeah. It it's happens. a real thing. Yeah. And it, it, it is unfortunate because it's like, at the end of the day, you're still a professional. You, you're supposed to be here because you're here. Yeah. Play your game. I mean, yeah. there's nobody has a has you know has a, a, a perfect game. You know, you're gonna make mistakes, but but there's always gonna be somebody out there always. that just don't like you, anyways. Just so because. it doesn't matter. It legit don't matter. You could have a terrible game, but there's somebody out there that just love you just because, because of who you it are. Don't what you matter. Bring to the table. I That's agree. why I'm like, I don't say what you will, say what you want about. I don't care. You don't know me like that. You know what I allow you to see. You got to be around me on a daily basis to be to like, who you, you know are. what I mean? And mm-hmm. now if you're around me and you just be like, man, fuck him. He is an asshole. I got to be like, you know what? I might be an asshole. <laughs> but if you're not around me every day and you got something to say about me, yo, I, I take it. I thank you. Because you're thinking about me somewhere or another. Like you laying down at night like, damn, how can I wake up in the morning and post something about this idiot? And I'm just going to be like, you know what? You That's how you spend your time. That's, it's sad. It's sad. But that... It don't get to me none. I embrace it. I love it. Bring me the hate. 
keep keep the friendly shit to a very bare minimum. <laughs> you don't really like me. Like, nah. <laughs> I don't I don't need no no. I don't need no damn friends. Nah, I'm cool. I got I got my group, man. Now I'm happy and I'm content. I'm confrontational as shit. And it, and I love it. I love it. You have your it. friends out here with you in Miami? Yeah. You're we like kind of do every yeah. I be beating up on him at Uno. I heard Baze was an Uno guy. Yeah. I whoop his Baze, I will whoop your ass. Don't come this way with that. Uh you know, we compete in, in any and everything. I think winning is the highest form of satisfaction. Like I, I love to win um at anything. I love to compete at anything. And um I've just picked up hobbies along the way. A lot of it is competing. I'm 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 gonna figure this golf thing out one way or another. Look at you, see? Look at you, see? Look at you. Just about to ask. Yeah. The second practice ended today, Vince had his polo on and his clubs around his shoulder. He was out of there. Out of there. Out of there. We we barely brought it in. I I already told him. I was out of there. You got to be able to kind of separate this stuff. So what is your thing right now? My thing right now? uh, Truthfully, baking. I'm nice. (laughs) I'm nice. What did he say? Baking. You heard what I said. Baking. Cookies. Cookies. Cakes. (laughs) What you need, I got it. What's your go-to right now? Uh, like if, if somebody's just coming and say, I need, oh, baking, huh? Baking. What's your go-to? Give me that. Make that for Snickerdoodle me. cookie. What you need? I got it. Just made them the other day. Fire. I'm going to bring you some. So just like how we forgot the wine, you were like, oh, I'm about to be on a podcast with Vince Carter. I should bring him some Snickerdoodles? No. Look at him. You think he he played yes. 87 years in the league by <laughs> eating Snickerdoodle? No. I know what he meant, though. 87 No. <laughs> he like don't need that. Wow. But no, that's, that's what I do. Uh, we can figure it, it out. Yeah. You know, it's baby steps now. Right, right. Come I'm, on, I'm I just entered the want. baking game. Oh, like literally. Okay. Yeah, but I'm I mean, it's... We, so that's like right now, it's yeah, like, a, that's, you know, that's my, like a new passion. Like, like when I want to get away from something, like that's... that's I'm that's going, hey, bring the flower out. Um, I feel mm. like this is breaking news. I feel like we have to like... Bro, that's all people right People need there. to know. Yeah, it's, so they like what they if people are like who are always thinking about you, wondering what you're doing. You're that's it. But like that's that's what my YouTube channel is for. Like you think you know me? Nah, you know a hooper. That's it. Right. You don't know what I really be doing. <laughs> I, argument, man. I love I'm it. a weird individual, but like I like what I like. I ain't bothering nobody. I ain't bothering you if I'm baking. You probably like my bacon to tell you the truth. And I only charge you thirty dollars per cookie. Me? What? Man said per cookie. Yeah, per cookie. shit. I that's mean, it? you could. You know what? That's a discounted that's, price, that's how, right? That's how like crazy fans are. They would buy those nah, for like without a doubt. The, Jimmy yeah. Butler made this. Yes, thirty dollars. That's like cheap for a cookie. You should raise your prices. Nah, that's my that's my thing right now. Like to free my mind, not worry about nothing. I'm baking something or figuring out how to bake something. It's but around my household, everything's a competition. So everybody in the kitchen, like, oh, I got the perfect mix. Like, I'm gonna bring you some. I'm telling you, but okay. You own this something. So when y'all see me retire tomorrow and take my ass to uh, Butler's Bakery, Butler's y'all, know bakery. To, y'all know where to find my ass. Butler's Bakery. That would be awesome. Amazing. And they'll be at the, lined up at the door. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, they would be. I need some of those snickerdoodles. Yeah, I got you. I'm telling you. I got you. So snickerdoodles, I feel like, are kind of basic. But so. mine different, though. See? I ain't no basic bitch. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> um, no. I'm like Cardi B at a cookie game, man. That's oh me. My God. That's me. Uh, there he is. You heard it first. That's me. I'm telling. Just wait. Just wait. We play all four times. I, don't worry. It's done. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. we might need to get yeah, you on like you a forget, round like, two episode. Don't, don't you worry. This is my last year, so I need to see what this to talk about. I'm telling you. So Miami is notoriously known for being intense. That's that's what you talked about. Is that part of the reason that kind of brought you to Miami to be part of that intensity? Yeah, um, because they expect everybody to work extremely hard at that. And we do it. Like it's you hear about it, it's real. Like it's 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 not a myth. <laughs> we we really get it in, training camp, practice, shoot around. We we do everything um in a in a winning fashion. Not to say that other teams don't. Like I'm not knocking that from other teams, but here every single thing we do is for one reason and one reason only, and that is to win a championship. We go about it every single day like that. And if it happens, it happens. But the stars got aligned, like I always say. Um, but we will put ourselves in a in a greater position possible to to make that a, a reality. Do you feel like, because so you've been three teams over the past couple of years, do you feel like you might have found your home for the next yeah. while? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be here. I'm you almost said you're going to retire here? Yeah, and then I'm going to go into baking. But until that <laughs> until that day comes, I'm going to be a spot. Miami guy. Yeah. You're a Miami guy. It's, it's me. You know, somebody sent me a quote that D-Way said um, that I'm a Miami Heat, like, culture guy. I'm a Miami culture guy. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Like all of the chatter we do in practice, all the fun that we have, all the competing that we do. And then afterwards, everybody's putting in some work or guys are in there early. You don't find that a lot of the times. People are complacent and it's okay, man, be you. Some guys just got it. Like you got it. You you had it. Like, let's just be real. Like you had that guy giving talent to mm-hmm. me. Look, I'm cool. Like when people used to tell me, like T Mac used to be my favorite player. When people used to tell me like what he would do, it just like ah, you know, this is like this is another day. I'd be like, what? Some people just have it, but for those who don't, or even for those that do, that 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 work that you put in is always going to take you over the top. Mm-hmm. And and here it's like it's a known fact. You're gonna put the work in. We don't give a damn how talented you are. Let me ask you this: When you going back, when you said you. You didn't feel like, well, you said, oh, I wasn't a good basketball player, but you were here. When you decided that you wanted to become one of the upper echelon of players, what was your goal at that point? You know, your goal before I know to get here, but yeah. now going forward, now you you made the all-star team mm-hmm. and you've been an all-star ever since. Was that one of your goals or, or you didn't really see it that way? Like I, didn't, I, I never really saw it that way. My thing was coming in, to the year that I actually became actually became like a decent player. Um, I just remember D. Rose saying, like, man, if I had another guard like that could that could go, mm-hmm. um, man, we got it. And so that was that was my that was my like goal was like, yo, me and me and D. Rose, like, let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. Obviously he got hurt, you know, right, right. that that sucks. And I never wanted that to happen. And then it was like, what do we do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, but th- that for real, that was it. My whole thing was like, he was like, yo, I need I need another piece, I need another guard. So that was And you began to take off then. Yeah. Like, so you did you see it like, this is my opportunity to really show the work that I've put in. Truthfully. More yeah. so than anything. Yeah. I mean, like you say, uh, you so if you don't have a go, but like this is my chance to show I can, you know, if the two of us are together, this is what we can be. But so you know, D Rose, when you get back. This is what you're coming back yeah, to. Yeah, I can I can play. Yeah. And I think that's when a lot of guys uh get that opportunity, quote unquote. It's like you never want anybody to get hurt. For sure. 
But if they do, it's like Makes you get to up. step up and like you get the hoop. Like whenever I stepped up and like Tiz was like, kind of got to play him now. Like we don't got too many more options. And I started actually hooping a little bit. You gain confidence for one because now you actually getting a play drawn for you. You can shoot a couple <laughs> bad. You know what I'm saying? Like right, you right, shoot a couple right. bad shots, and but, you don't got to look over there and be right, like, so "You better take me out." out. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you yeah. good. You're my right. confidence is at right. an all time right. high, and now my confidence is still at an all time high. Um, I mean, I know that I can shoot any shot that I want, even though I don't. Um, but it's just knowing that I'm I'm that caliber of player now and I put in the work for the reason being man I just wanted to be D-Rose running mate I got an interesting question to that for these young kids who uh what what clicked in like what made that transition becoming from I mean you were still in the NBA it's not like you were out of the league and had to get back in and took off like what clicked in I mean obviously like you you didn't know D-Rose was going down yeah and tell you the truth it was uh for me, man. Like as far as like the game, did the game slow down? Did you was, say, you know what? Um, it's it's all or nothing. It was it was Adrian Griffin. It uh, was it was Griff. Like that was that was my man, and he would all. I was like, uh, I just remember going into the gym. He was like, Yo, let's go get this work in, and I would be like, Fuck no, why? Tibbs is not going to play me. It makes no sense for me to go to the gym. <laughs> he would always tell me, You got to be ready. Your opportunity is coming, and like one game, like. Three, three guards got hurt. Tibbs still didn't game. play me. He played like Taj at the two. <laughs> I'm, I shit you Taj not. Gibson is yes. Taj at the two. <laughs> Booze at the three. Joe Kim at the four. And Omir at the four. Like he just like, I was like, okay, Tibbs. You like, really? <laughs> For real. I'm not, I shit you not. Taj dribbling the ball up the court. Like, oh. Just look, that looks weird. Oh. I, I just, just see it. But, so like, it, it was... It was like, what more can I do? Why am I here? And he was like, hey, man, it's coming. You know, you, 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 you got to put that energy out. You can't be thinking negative. Can't be thinking negative. But my opportunity came, and it came in all places in Madison Square Garden against uh, Melo. It was like, I'm sitting down there on the bench, laid back, kicking back, watching D-Rose do his <laughs> thing, Booze do his thing. Tibbs looked down the line. Jimmy, I know I'm hearing shit. So I'm <laughs> he, just did not, like, he did not just say Jimmy. I'm like, man, what the fuck did I do now? What, I don't got my damn warm-up shirt tucked in. And he going to pick on me. What? Get Ronnie. Huh? Like, we on ESPN at MSG, and you tell me to sub in. So I sub in. Um, we're running uh, X13 roll, which is where D-Rose got the ball because he's our best player. I'm running. Nobody's going to fucking guard me. They know that they're going to get double teamed because my sorry ass is on the floor. And he jumps and he throws me the ball. I'm fucking butt naked. Nobody is near me. And I look at the basket and they're scrambling out a double team. And I throw that bitch right back to Derek. Derek's like, time out. So uh, Tibbs over there jumping up and down, da 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 da, doing what Tibbs what does. He does. <laughs> so D Rose comes over to me. He was like, yo, if you open, shoot the ball. I was like, don't throw me the ball and I won't be open. Like, I can't be open if you don't throw me the ball. <laughs> and he was like, nah, man, like, you can, man. yeah, you can hoop. So I was like, all right. So we coming out the huddle, X-13 roll. My sorry ass was still on the floor. So they left the sorry motherfucker and went and doubled the best player that was on the floor, D-Rose. And when he threw me the ball, 
um, on the on the left baseline again. I looked at the the basket and I looked at him. And I was like, "Fuck!" So I just took a dribble right and just jumped up and shot it. Tyson Chandler was uh, closing me out and made it. And then Tibbs took me out and I never can't went back in the game. But I made my <laughs> shot, so I had an opportunity and I would have never had that if Griff wasn't like, yo, stay ready, stay ready, stay ready. Mm-hmm. And then when I got in the game, I was like, Griff is right. I got and then I was like, yeah, I'm 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 working. I'm that's working. Crazy. That's crazy. Just that one that's, that's that it. one thing that's changed it. everything for that's you. That's it. Yeah. So would you say, so we actually have a segment on our show called Welcome to the League. Welcome to the league. Which is when you finally realized like you had made it. Was that your welcome to the league moment or did it happen before uh, then? My welcome to the league moment for me, like I said, T-Mac was my favorite player. Grew up around Houston. He was a Rockets guy. And um, the first time I really subbed into the game was like I was playing like the end of the game. Mm -hmm. We were up or down 20. Um, And this was when T-Mac was at the end of his career. He was with Atlanta. Oh, okay. Okay. He was with Atlanta. And, um, you know, we go in and – we both sub in at the same time. So I'm looking around. Like, I kind of know who Tibbs is going to tell me to guard, but I'm like, nah, I don't know. Mm-mm, not guarding them. And I'm sitting there at the free throw line, and like he looks over and he's like, what's up, young fella? I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, D-Mac, damn. And so we're shooting free throws, and uh, Tibbs is like, yo, Jimmy, you got, uh, you got T-Mac. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. What? I got who? I was like, no. I'm going whoever was down there on the what you call it. And I ended up going down there and guard them. But it was just like, that was my welcome to the league moment. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> out of all the players that I get to sub in and guard. And you're subbing at the same time. At the same time, I was like, look at God. Like, for real. Because that he was, I almost quit high school basketball because my coach didn't want me to wear number one. Because he was number one for the Rockets. I only wanted to wear his sneakers. Like, I was team acting. I used to walk around high school. You know, my name is Tracy. Like, I was that kid. <laughs> I was that kid. I was that That's kid. Crazy. I feel That's like guys crazy. guys must have that with you now. Check like when they check in for the first time. Yeah, you're, Man, you're old. Long Do you know to... you're a legend? though? Yeah, but not, you're... not not legend like old, but like yo, this no, motherfucker you're, you're, is the he truth. Doesn't... Well, I think you do, but he doesn't like to admit it. Yeah, like you you <laughs> hey you know that you was fucking nice like prime like nobody could do shit with you like you knew that. <laughs> You knew that. I know you know that. You was like, ah, another day. Who getting this work today? <laughs> Whose turn is it? Man. Nah. Like, knowing that, like, in order stuff. to stop you, you got to be double teamed. Like, think about that. To know, like, all right, how are we going to beat this team? The person that we can't let us win, that can't beat us is, is Vince Carter. So we're going to send two dudes, and then he's going to still turn and shoot over you. So we're going to have to bring three Boxing 18, like... That was one of the one that's, that's funny you say that. that. was one of the weirdest things ever is seeing a triple team. Yeah, right? Like, literally, when you come off a pick and roll against the Knicks, what it was, Jeff Van Gundy. Come off a pick, your guy, the big, and then the... The help. The help. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you do a fake. And no, nah. <laughs> like, like this. Nah, bro, you pass it. Yeah. It's like, man, what is this? That was just one of the weirdest things. And like, they posted a video. Uh, somebody sent me the video that was posted of, of that Knicks uh, playoffs when they we, they swept us, and it was just like, come off a screen, three people. So Butch Carter tried to have me run the point. He's like, well, if they're going to double team you, they're going to double team you as the point guard coming up a half court, coming up a half court. My defender, two guys yep. right here. 
It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. So you were getting triple team, but you still and won't say you were legend. T-Mac was balling. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. At the, that playoffs. Yeah. yeah. He was balling. But anyway, I'm sure when guys come out and meet you, they're like, oh shit, it's Vince Carter. No. Without a doubt. Do you remember the first time you played against him? Uh, I can't remember the first time I played, but I know that he was he was always Where just nice Where were you nice nine years ago? Oh, nine? Probably. Memphis? No. Uh, Orlando. Oh, uh, yeah. Nine. Yeah. I'd have been in Orlando. Well, I went oh, nine. 10. Well, 9, 10. 11. And then, oh, 11. So, oh, yeah, this is 20. Bro, I'm losing it. Yeah. yeah. Woo, getting old. getting old. Um, Phoenix. That would have been the, the Phoenix. Because I oh, came in the lockout year. year. Oh, shoot. So, uh, Dallas. Dallas. I, I, was th- I was thinking it was going to be Dallas. It was Dallas. I thinking it was that Dallas. Was my, yeah. Yeah. I just remember he was, um, yeah. he was just like really nice to a kid at the time. And, you know, that, that goes a, a long way. Like even whenever I was uh, growing up, I just remember I wanted a Maserati um, just because uh, Mike James had a Maserati. Mike and I saw, him, I saw him leaving from the Toyota <laughs> Center one time and he stopped and he like gave me a dap. I was like, yep, I don't know yeah, what no car Maserati. it is. And then when I, I grew up and then I realized what it was, I was like, yeah, it's the car that Mike James had. Did you so get one? Like, hell no, I get no Maserati. I didn't have the money to get a Maserati when I first got into the league. 30th pick, hello. Have right. you not well, been listening you, you during this whole thing? You definitely have money to get a Maserati now, now. But I don't want a Maserati now. Now what do you want? Nah, uh, what do I want now, car-wise? Um, truthfully? Something to put your cookies in. I want this, this <laughs> Kia Telluride. Have you seen that? You are lying. All right. Dude said he, he wants a Kia. Are you sponsored different. by Kia? He said he's no. different. I want I want a Kia Telluride. Might be now. That motherfucker yeah. is nice. Are y'all listening? They're listening. They're gonna be listening. That's it's cool tough. though. That respect though, because that's like not an NBA car. Yeah, no. I mean, I it got is a minivan. Kia. I drive a minivan. It's player too. I heard about that. You really it's drive player. a minivan? I heard about that. Player. What kind of minivan? It's a Toyota Sienna. Baby on board, sticker in the back. Never know it's me cruising in that bad baby. Hey, comfortable. You have a picture of it. Uh, do I have a picture of it? I don't think I do. I don't. I, I doubt I have a picture of it. But nah, it's it's a real thing. It's you should get clean too. Clean, ah! clean, black on black. <laughs> it's clean though, ain't it? <laughs> I keep it clean too. Yeah, it's uh, that's it. So speaking of you being different, I also heard you like Taylor Swift a lot. I like Taylor Swift. Right now, my my music of choice is Dermot Kennedy. He came out with a new album. It's like number one in the UK in Europe. Shout out to you, brother. Um, he's uh, he's legit. So I've been listening to a lot of his music. My favorite sport right now is soccer. Neymar's the goat. I got to get that out there. So yeah, have I, you I been to a game? You have. Yeah, a soccer game. Like overseas. Yeah, yeah. I go every I go every summer for for that reason. But um, I don't, I, it's like this basketball thing. You know, back on the subject of basketball, yeah. it literally puts you. In a category to where you can meet anybody, That's what I said. and you could go anywhere man. and do anything, yep. and as long as you like take your craft seriously, like literally, this the sky is the limit. Like you could man. do anything that you want. Um, all telling because y'all of basketball. He's telling y'all something. I'm telling yeah. you. Like I, I, I never thought that I would be, you know, as good as friends with half the people. Mellow, D Wade, you like. Damn, all because of a basketball or be able to sit and talk to Obama all because of a basketball. Like, that's special to me mm-hmm. um, because, one, I never thought that it would happen. And But now that it has, it's just like, man, this is it's absolutely incredible. 
the the relationships and the bonds that you build through basketball. I agree with that uh, a thousand percent because I, I I hosted a dinner for Obama once and I was like, if I wasn't playing this, right, this wouldn't happen, right, like. <laughs> Oh, I would just hear about it, you know, like social media, like everybody else. But like, I was actually like, not only like, how you doing, Vince? Shake your hand. Like, thanks for, you know, hosting this dinner for me. Like, bro, this is not just anybody. This, this right? is Barack this Obama, is, yes. who is the president currently, who's going back to the White House tonight. He's him. <laughs> from, you know what I'm saying? From my event with him. You know, so I, I, I agree with you, man. Just basketball is like open doors for like, for me, you know, obviously for you and for all these young guys. And I think that's why I tell these guys like, you know, the sacrifice, like it should be, it, you shouldn't mind the sacrifice for what this game and the opportunity, this game doors, I mean, opportunity and the doors that basketball can open for you. Yeah. Just from playing it because you grew up loving it. Playing it just because I enjoy it. Yeah. And then obviously now with social media, guys play it, they see it and like, man, I'm, I'm going to be there. Like guys now, like for us, we didn't have social media. Right. So mm-hmm. it's a little different, but you know, but now you see it like, I'm going, I'm going to play against him. I'm going to be here with them, whatever. Yeah. And it's, you know, but when they get here is that's where the, to me, the issue or the separation comes like, all right, you here. All right, cool. All right. You beat the odds. Cool. You're here. But staying here, beat those odds. That's the odds. That's the toughest. Like beating those odds. When you do, the world is at your fingertips. I got a question for you. Why'd you go to college? Uh, I wasn't good enough for the pros. There was rumors that uh, I could possibly go because KG was yeah. my year, yeah. and uh, I didn't. I just didn't think I was good enough. So I said, "I'm gonna do four years of college. Hopefully, get an opportunity to get a tryout somewhere and go from there." You know, I don't know yeah. as a high school senior. You know, I'm like, whatever. I'm in Florida. I'm in the football. It's crazy because I just watched your dunk contest in high school against uh, Paul Pierce. Uh, that <laughs> shit literally just came up, and it said Vince Carter had to show him how to how it was done. Like that was the the caption. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I got to send it to you now. Yeah. But th- I mean that that kid that I was watching, right. I was like, uh, "Yeah, uh, he can damn sure play in the league." Motherfuckers jumping out the fucking gym, <laughs> and it's but it's crazy. Like it, it's a different era. I feel it's like that era. that that kid now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. But that kid then, yeah, maybe not. I mean, yeah. we're talking about a different era. Like you know, maybe rest in peace. But we talking about like. You know, uh, Anthony Mason, who was a three man, mm-hmm. and it was half court basketball. Yeah, so we could say Anthony Mason. Oh, I'll, I'll run him. It wasn't like that. It yeah. wasn't fast break basketball. Isn't fast break basketball like it is now? Yeah. So it was a little different, and you know, I didn't think. And then then got to my freshman year of college. Yeah, you know, I, I I played, but I didn't. I was it was just like in and out, in and out. So I was like, well, I made the right decision. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't thinking about how kids think now, and then. My second, my sophomore year, I played well. It was just like, uh, I don't know. Then after making it the tournament to the final four, my junior year, yeah. I averaged 20 both years. They said I could be top five picks. So I was like, well, let's go for uh, it. Yeah. You know, so it was just, it was just all about time, what made sense. You know, obviously, you know, getting the NBA is a dream, an opportunity for everybody. But I, I was like, when I get there, I want to stay there. Yeah. So I felt like I needed to be ready because I'm like, bro, I, I got to run off of screens, getting hit by, you know, Charles Oakley. I didn't know at the time, but mm-hmm. like dudes like that, Garden, Spreewell, and Pip, like you know, Penny, you know, these type of guys like that. So I was just like, bro, I got to, I was 190 coming out of high school. Damn. You know, what do you know? Probably 215. Where? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
I was playing like 225, you know, pretty much 220, yeah. 225 throughout my career. And every year I tried to get it down and get it down. Like some people are like, man, you skinny. I'm like, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank but you. I was always taught by the OGs, like, when you get older, if you're going to play this game this long, you That'd still can't feel like you yeah. got to be like, this This ain't football. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be that big. Like, the game has changed, especially now the game is faster. Yeah, faster it ain't yeah. slower. So, yeah, I'm about 215. Have you, have you gotten measured by doctors yet? Yeah. What was your height? Still the same. What was yours? Didn't nobody measure me, but I know that I'm about six, seven and a half. Six, seven and a half. Did you know he that? definitely taught me. Dwight Howard is six, six nine. nine. Did you know that? He, he, look, he, he looks shorter on TV. All of a sudden, right? right? Yeah. He look he looks shorter now. He definitely do. Like, not compared, like, I, I was a teammate, so, but yeah, he definitely doesn't, I don't know. There's a couple of guys who, they, who they showed, like, just dropped in height. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, there's a lot more questions on here that we did not hit. I'll ask you one more, and then if you have anything else for him. You know, I asked mine already. Did you? Yeah, he, got, he gave us good stuff on his own. Yeah, sure. you gave us some good stuff. We didn't even need this rundown. Yeah. Um... Oh, gosh, there's a lot I want to ask you. Go for it. What were your thoughts on on Team USA this year? You obviously, you won a medal, Vince. Um, you won in 2016. What did you guys think about what happened this year and like going forward for Team USA? Uh, I mean, we're still, I, I think like there's, there's a target on the U.S. Everybody wants to beat the U.S. no matter what players are on the team. Doesn't matter. But I mean, we had a, a really good team. It's it's okay. Like everybody has a, a off night here and there. Nothing's wrong with that. Um, but I don't think that you can ever compare. Like I don't like when people compare players, let alone compare right. teams. Like right. it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense when you talk about the different eras of basketballs, the the different players that each individual is, and how they uh, come together. Like it's hard. It's hard to do. Don't don't get a twisted thing. It's just because you got all the best players on one team that is just going to be easy. Like, nah, it's, it's, and it's, it's still, actually it's more difficult. The end, like this, not, this is just, right. no, it's just still it's the, just the preliminary step. stuff. Like, yeah. okay, you know, let's, let's holler about it when it's Olympic time. You yeah. think you know? you're going to play on the Olympic team? Uh, I, I think that I'll, I'll go out and, and see um, what they ask of me. First of all, I would love to play. Yeah. I, I, I'll say that. Um, but when the time presents itself, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll find out. I tell you, that's the that's one of the greatest um, moments True. of my life. Yeah, and everyone's lives, I think. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. So uh, you know, we talk about well, I mean, the like whole goal, hold, holding up. I mean, sitting on. Uh, I mean, winning the gold, getting the gold medal, or uh, uh, putting around your neck. But I tell you what, opening ceremonies to me was yeah. like that. That well, gives me chills every time I talk about it. Because I just remember walking into that arena. We we're Australia, walking into that arena, and you seeing. Thousands of countries that you never even heard of. Mm-hmm. But the mutual respect was like, you know, the language of res- mutual respect was there and just meeting people and just everybody showing love because like this, you're around the best of the best. And I don't even know where your country is. I've never even met you. And then you go watch TV like, oh, that's the dude I just walked by gold medals. And like, you're, you're our greatness. Like, it was just But like, let's not crazy, skip over the fact that you have like the most iconic Right, like, come on! Like, oh, yeah. You can't do this. Nah, but I, but I'm just, I was just talking about like, and it was a terrible outlet pass. Who throws the ball like that? Like, man, what the hell was that? He got you, to He was trying. Yeah. To- <laughs> like, it's your fault that he got jumped over. I would not talk to you for the rest of my life. Like, why would you throw an outlet pass like that? And, he but he damn, he doesn't even. He didn't that. know he jumped over this man. Didn't. He did not, not realize he jumped over a, a whole seven. Word. Everything until after the game. Holy. 
Well, when you're athletic, you're athletic. When you just know you jump high, I'm like, oh, don't care who's beneath me. I'm just going to fuck it. You know, I, I say it all the time, and I know a lot of our listeners have heard it, but when you're playing in, in a situation like that, All-Star game, Olympic team, I got the steal. Everybody was running back in transition defense. I get the steal. I was like, well, let me attack first to see what's up. So I took the one-two dribble. When I jump, I look at the rim. I see him, but I was thinking about I jumped too far out. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hurry up and get back before everybody gets back. You know, sometimes like, ah, okay, let's move the ball, get an open shot. Yeah. Ray was in the game, get, yeah. get open three or whatever. Vin Baker's on the other side, you know. So I was like, two dribbles, and I just, and I remember hitting his shoulder. But now when I jump up there, I'm looking at the rim. Like, it felt like from where I am right now to that wall, I was like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. So I'm thinking Sprite commercial. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking about. So I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Right. That's that's what I think. So I don't remember. Like, I, it's, I, it's, it sounds weird saying it. I forgot about him. I, I thought he, I honestly, if you, if they would have asked me right then, you know what you did? What, he moved? He fell down? That's, because I remember just hitting him. And I don't know. I don't know. So when I dunked the ball, I'm cheering. This is because I didn't get hung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was tripping. Oh, I thought, you know, I'm, think, I dunk, I'm thinking I'm going to dunk the ball with fingertips. I ended up dunking the ball. Yeah. Like, so when you see me, re- I'm reaching. I'm like, literally, that's why you see a reach. I'm reaching for the rim because I thought it was too far. So when I landed, I'm just like, yes, I didn't get home. <laughs> KG is cheering for I'll something totally different. Uh, so that that celebration was about two totally different things. Oh, my God. So can God. you imagine what your celebration would have been if you had known you had just jumped over a seven-footer? We got a tech. Different? You wouldn't, man. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably gotten a tech. Hell, Probably. yeah. Like, Easily. Because I'm not I'm not going in a game saying, oh, if a seven-foot-two dude is standing in front of me, I'm going to jump gonna dunk over him. I'm going to dunk over him, right. All right. And if I did, I'm not thinking that's going to, I'm, I'm going to successfully do it. You know what I'm saying? That so was crazy. I was in that. So I'm like, yeah, boy, I just made this dunk. Like, like that's what I'm like. Yeah. You know, slap the floor like, oh, boy, let's go. But <laughs> it wasn't for what everybody else saw it to be. So billions of people seeing that. Yeah. This one dummy over here. <laughs> the, the guy who actually did it. Thinking something totally different, which, you know, was yes, history. I'm like, not going to make it. I'm not, not going to make it. it. For real. That's, I mean, it's weird. So every time I see it, I laugh. Because I'm like, bro. No, you know what that reminds me of though? This the scene in Little Giants when the little kid's like, I'm gonna score. I'm gonna score. <laughs> yes. It reminds me of Yes. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not, not gonna, gonna make, make it. it. Absolutely. That's crazy. Damn. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. The rest of the history. And then after the game, one of the Gary Payton guys showed me on the camera. Uh, Bro, look. A literal camera. I was look like, at oh, the times. Yeah, what was it? The little so it wasn't the big one like we saw like two thousand. That was the same year. The, one that Shaq the dunk contest in the Olympics yeah. was the same year. Yeah. So Shaq had the big one. Yeah. The new smaller camera just came out. But this the, the, screen, the screen on the side about that big, maybe yeah. smaller than that. And I'm watching, I watched it seven times. Like, wait, wait, wait. Bro, I jumped. Had no idea. Mind you, it's three in the morning back yeah. home because we're in Australia. Damn. So everybody's bugging over this, and I had no idea. Sitting on the bench, there was a timeout afterwards. And I remember Steve Smith looking at me like, <laughs> and I was like, bro, how come you never told me? Yeah. That you jumped, I mean, that I jumped over. He's like, we were still in belief that you actually did it. But nobody never said, bro, you just jumped over this dude. The, the rest well, of the game. probably because they thought you would have noticed that you did it. I had no idea. And you had a little fade, too, don't think. No, I had think. a fro. Yeah. I had the mini oh, yeah, fro. Yeah, yeah. Me no. and Gary Payton. Uh, I'm going through some things, bro. Yeah, man, it's all good, bro. I'm going through some things. Iconic. 
Yeah, I cut that joint. Once I hit back in the States, that's gone. gone. Because after that, I couldn't grow hair anymore. Speaking of hair, ninja headbands. They took a... How do you feel? They took that away from me. R.I.P. I'm not like... I don't think why everybody thinks like I'm the iconic headband probably because you're like the coolest thing. person to wear well yeah I mean I guess more so that you know obviously when they see stuff like that it's like oh they're taking away they think of who were, who were one of the first yeah or some of the guys so I mean I, I remember or just like the coolest most impactful because yeah. it didn't look on some guys who wore it yeah, yeah. Uh, just didn't look right no I, I think it was cool it's different yeah and I think it's in today's world it's, it's good to be different you embrace different and uh because we were all the same just be like alright yeah, exactly he got it too like, now nah, a- you you need to let people uh, express themselves and and how they want to look, how they want to go play. As long as they're putting on a show, um, which we are entertainers. Like hell, as soon as you know people started doing that, kids all over the world was tying something to their head just just to to get that look. I think that's good. It's it's uh it's branding for for different people, but for everything else, it's just like yo, this is how I'm gonna leave my mark on the game. Even though it's not like you're making a shot, it's like yo, you know that guy because he wears that thing mm-hmm. around his right. head. That's it's so funny. Just like when I used to wear when my knee was bad, I used to wear the um the joust, the one leg sleeve yeah. back in the day. Yeah, NBA got rid of it. Then all of a sudden, so yeah. So many people do it. Now it's, you see that again. So, I mean, I, I think it'll come back once. You know, yeah, no, it, it, de- it definitely will. Get what they want out of it. Will you be wearing a regular headband? Uh, no. Um, here, they actually don't let too many people. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You knew that. They yeah. don't let people wear like headbands and headgear like that. I probably could get away with it, but I'm, I don't need to. I'm, I'm cool with it. The only time I really wear a headband anyway is whenever I, I got my hair braided. I don't plan on getting my hair braided no time soon. Me even. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's it. Day's over. Dad I jokes. wouldn't even try that. Hmm? If yeah. you had hair, you wouldn't do it? I can't even imagine. I can't either. So I've I've rocked the ball head since my sophomore year of high school. Word. I mean, there's times like 2000, at times yeah. I had like whatever. But yeah, I had the, the, the but so we're talking about 91, my freshman year of high school. Uh-huh. I had a little, the little box. And that summer. Gone. Ball head ever since. Just cause. Yeah. Just cause. Yeah, literally. Wow. Literally. And then it just whatever. Maybe I cut it too much where it don't grow right here no more. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just it was just one of the things. Like that was just my thing. Then my entire team did it my junior year and we lost in the final four. But I always rocked it since my sophomore year. So since ninety two. Right, I'm taking over podcast. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> Coming to America. Word. For sure. So you're looking forward to the new one that's coming out? Yes and no. I, I, I'm i going to support it regardless. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I've been a fan of, of of Eddie Murphy. I've been a fan of that. So I just, I I, I want to see it regardless. I just. Ain't they paying him like 70 million for his new, what you call it? <laughs> oh, my damned. Yeah. To be Eddie Murphy. Right? 70 right. million. But yes, I'm going to support it. Good or bad. Like, I, I feel like, I mean, there's some, there's a lot of movies that, you you know, whatever you're a fan of, you feel like this should not be touched. Yeah, I kind of feel like that, but they're gonna do it. I'm gonna support it, and then you know we look at it, and then we can kind of make our decision. Like ah, they should have left alone, but I feel like it's gonna be like a you should have left alone. That's just Uh, uh, like a lot. I think we all do. We all do. You know, being that it's my favorite, like that's a classic. Classic. If it's on, I gotta watch it. Yeah, I gotta watch it. True that. What's yours? 
uh, shooter. Like Mark Wahlberg shooter, mm-hmm. Bobby Swagger. Mm. Yo, that's one of the coldest movies. Mm. So you're a big color. Mark Wahlberg fan. Yeah, I'm biased. So I don't give a damn. Um, but that that movie shooter, tough. I'm a I'm a Will Smith guy, so Gemini man, I'm going to see that probably tomorrow. Uh nah, Tuesday. Got a game tomorrow. Do you guys watch any Netflix shows? Documentary? Uh Netflix. I don't or? really watch TV like that. Mm-hmm. What do you do yeah, on the road then with your free time? Read. Really? What's your favorite book? Um, fucking, this is like cliche for me, right? Uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Love it. I read that. Love it. I don't read, but I read, well, I read fucking some of it. it. I didn't read all of it. Fucking love it. it. Fucking love it. Yeah. That guy's, he's a good author. Yeah. Damn. He came out with a second one too. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like. Have you read the book? Uh, no. Obstacle is the way. <laughs> you know, no, no, obstacle is the way. No. Yeah, so, so you like kind of the like motivational books. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. I like it. I, I learned a lot. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'm reading. Um, I'm still. Re- I'm finishing Stuart Scott's book. Mm. Carolina oh, that's guy. Cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, because uh, I had some people tell me he give he give me a shout out because the graduation night 2001 that game he actually spoke at the, our graduation mm. so we actually talked before blah 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 so. Yeah, I'm just reading his book, so it was pretty cool. Well, you got anything else for Jimmy before we wrap? Nah, man, he's been, You've been true, great. true sport, man. I might We've say let him this go. has been one of our best. I don't know. For real. It's felt, it's felt really good. Uh-oh. Thank you. No, Seriously. I feel uncomfortable. Y'all make it easy. That's it. Like, that's we talk. we yeah, like to right? bring our guys, people on here just to shoot the shit, literally. Yeah. Like, you know, feel comfortable. It's not like the, what we're used to. Yeah. And that's, that's kind <laughs> of that. That's that's regular that's media stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking cool with the media, media. like that. Exactly. That's a wrap, Jimmy. Thank you so much. This was really awesome. We appreciate your time coming all the way out to Key Biscayne to see the legendary Mr. Vince Carter. Man, thanks for having us. I mean, no, no doubt. Appreciate y'all for having me. Thanks appreciate for being it. here for real, man. We'll see you soon for cookies and wine. Well, that's it. I think right now for this episode, we'll be around all season long. We're planning for about three to four episodes a month. Uh, we're going to have some really great guests, some really good insights from Vince on his final season in the NBA. And other people playing around him, being around him, and what that's been like for them. Yeah, I got a lot to talk about. I'm sure you do. And I can't wait to hear it. So thank you guys so much. Make sure you give us a shout out on social media. Um, More importantly than that, we need five stars. We, like, look out for me here. We need five stars, thank man. Thank you. We're just trying to compete with some of the best out there, but have a good time. And we, we want people to kind of just enjoy it and lay back and just feel like, hey, you know, this is good listening while you're doing whatever you do you know i know a lot of my friends listen while they're driving yeah um yeah so we that's why we want to have some interesting people with interesting stories good laughs good jokes a lot of fun so five stars is much appreciated um and a a nice old review we love a good review yeah and and suggestions of like i said people to guests to bring on new topics we we want to incorporate some new topics you're going to hear some new music yeah. Uh, shout out to the colleagues, my KP. buddy KP, for looking out um, uh, with the with the the beat for 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 the year, and you're gonna hear some interesting beats. So we we wanted to kind of just give it a, a, a new sound. So I just definitely want to con- uh, continue to shout out uh, KP because he's he's a big time listener of yes. ours, and he he was like, hey, I want to you know do my part and just show love. So when uh, we appreciate, first of all, I know you, I know Annie, you do as well. Yes. We appreciate when we're walking around. Anywhere and people shout out, shouts out, winging it. Heck yeah, it's just pretty I'm like, cool. Wait, like, me? Hold on, who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's important to talk about that now. And just we, you know, we definitely 
appreciate that. And we, we're thankful for the listeners. But hey, tell a friend. Yeah. To, to listen. Post it on your Instagram story. Post it on your Twitter. Let people know that this is the one to tune into. Uh, y'all are in for a lot of fun this year. We'll be having um, at least two segments in every episode with guests um, called Welcome to the League, where they yep. tell us how they got to where they're at today, whether it was a good moment or a bad moment, something that really solidified their career. And then we're also going to try to have in my DMs on every episode. So uh, we want questions from you guys. Vince wants to talk to you guys, answer your questions. Uh, so we will let you know um, in the next couple of days after this is out where you can start submitting those questions to so that we can make sure to answer them. And that's it for this episode of Winging It. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. Uh, We out.